you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hello and welcome back to Highway to Hoover, a production of SEC Extra over at D1Baseball.com. I'm your host, Joe Healy, joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Mark Etheridge. Our season preview series of podcasts rolls on today. We're going to talk about the Auburn Tigers, those kind of perpetually underrated and overachieving Auburn Tigers. Mark and I will will do plenty of self-flagellation about underestimating them in the past and, and talk about how you know, how we think it'll, this year's a little bit different. We'll, we'll get into all of that here in a second. But first, I have to let you know that this episode of Howie to Hoover and every episode of Howie to Hoover is brought to you by PitchLogic, the system used by players, coaches, scouts, and instructors at all levels of play from youth leagues to the big leagues. The easy to use and affordable technology makes the platform accessible to every player at every level. All the metrics and features used at the highest level. See PitchLogic.com for more information. All right, Mark, I, I alluded to it, but yeah, Auburn is is kind of that program that, you know, every year we go in and this was true last year too. I remember talking about it like, you know, I just, I'm not quite sure what to expect. I don't, you know, I don't quite see it in, in some respects. And look, it took them a while last year to figure yeah. it out. So, but they ultimately end up 34, 23 and one overall, 17 and 13 in SEC play. They end up hosting a regional. Now they, they did go 0 and 2 in that regional losses to Penn and Southern Miss. So not ideal there, but but a heck of a run over the second half to get in position to host a regional. Mm-hmm. I was there in what I feel like was their turnaround weekend. They went to South Carolina when South Carolina was top five in the country, certainly top oh, 10, might have been yeah. top five, um, and, and won that series. And, and that really kind of felt like a a tide shift, if you no pun intended, their rivals. Mm-hmm. Kind of a shift in, in the tide there. Uh, an Auburn season to get where they got. But, but anyway, I mean, that's just look, Mark, I mean, I know, I know you feel the same way. This is just a team that whatever we think they're going to do, we just need at this point, it feels like we just need to add like a little bit of a, a tax on the end of it, you know, in, yeah. in a good way uh, yeah. for how good we think they're going to be. One of the best lines I've heard about Auburn. Uh, you can see it in our Auburn snapshot. Uh, we, we talked to some, various coaches in the league to give, you know, anonymous feedback on the program. And I love this line from one of the coaches was like, you know, that game where you go around and you look at each position and you compare the two teams and you figure out, well, who has the advantage at every one? Well, you do that with Auburn and an opponent and it's like seven to two, right? For the opponent. And then Auburn goes out and wins the series. And they do that time and time again. And at some point, you either have to change how you evaluate, okay, or you just have to give them credit that that the sum of those parts 
are going to be gr greater than the individual pieces. And to me, that's coaching, right? And, and I think that's that's what we have to look at when you're talking about Butch Thompson's Auburn program. They've just been – every year you look at them, and, and yet they have good players. I mean, let's, let's not forget that part. But, but everyone in the SEC has good players, and they continue to find ways to elevate and be consistent – and, and just be the kind of program that maximizes their ability. And for, for me, I mean, they had the best record in the SEC in the second half of the season last year. And that's why they hosted a regional, okay? Because they were, they were trending upward and they just didn't have enough pitching and they really pieced it together. And when you look at this year, they have all of those pieces back. And a lot of those kids were young and really weren't ready for the roles they were in but they took their lumps and they learned from it and you would expect them to take jumps this year. Okay. Because of all that experience they gained. Plus they added pieces. I mean, they lost Tommy Vale. They lost Chase Isbell. Nobody else really of, of consequence. Everyone else is back. Plus, you know, they, they brought in some, some really key pieces, really po you know, power arm kind of guys that they didn't have a ton of last year. So I think you look at Auburn, Pitching wise, I really like their, you know, their pieces, their depth. That they're going to be able to, to have and mix and match. And Butch is great at finding matchups and things like that. So I, from a pitching standpoint, really excited about their potential, considering what they got by with last year, and they're so much better on the mound this year. And I'll kick it to you. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, if you're telling me that they hosted a regional with the pitching staff they they had last year which you All know right. as i as i mentioned on our previous episode was you know led by a sixth year senior on his third team if they were able to do that with that group no disrespect but a lot of young guys a lot of guys who frankly didn't have traditional sec level stuff and yeah. they were able to to do that what what will they do with a staff with another year of experience under their belts um, and adding to it, right? I mean, Cam Tilly is a freshman that people think is 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 ready to go right away. Dylan Watts, a JUCO transfer, people are really excited about. So you have to filter those guys in. And we were talking offline. I don't think I I'm sure I knew this at the time, but I hadn't totally internalized the fact that look, you've got Butch Thompson who knows pitching extremely well. That's his thing. Uh, they've got a new pitching coach in Everett Tiford who has a more of a minor league background, which I think is 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 good. You know, you look at last year and. Butch was working with Darren Schoenrock and, and Coach Rock is as good a pitching coach as he is. Those those guys kind of operate pretty similarly. They're both kind of, you know, old school baseball guys. Well, Tiford comes with a different perspective coming from the minor leagues and working on the pro side. And then, you know, Scott Foxhall, who got let go at Mississippi State last year because, well, the, the pitching was what it was at State. That's just kind of how the business goes. But he's in there as, as a director of player development. So they've, I mean, they've got a lot of interesting pitching minds there. And and look, no matter what you, you know, Mississippi State's pitching really struggled last two years. There's no way around it. But like Scott Foxhall is very respected in the game. Things got sideways. It happens, you know, so you have to assume he's a value add there as well. Um, so I'm excited to see how it, how it ends up rolling out. Um, obviously, there's a big question at the front with Joseph Gonzalez, but hmm man, you talk about what a difference a year makes where, you know, last year it felt like it was such a blow when he went down and, and yes, they figured it out, but boy, think about if they had had the Joseph Gonzalez from the prior year, yeah. how much easier life would have been right. Theoretically anyway. 
So there's still that question about him lingering out there. And yet it just feels like the stakes are a little lower this time around. Right. Oh, and so well said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's so, a bonus at this point. I mean, if, if he comes back to where he was, oh my goodness. I mean, Auburn is way underrated, but if he's just okay, I mean, I'm okay for him, then they're still really good. Right. There's, there's still potential. Maybe he, he can go out and, and match up for four or five innings with somebody's ace, and then you turn it over and you've got pieces to mix and match, you know, six, seven, eight, nine. And I think that's that's what's exciting about the Auburn pitching staff is how they're yeah, they've just got so many options. And and there are a few teams in the league, at least on paper, that, that look that way. But because we've seen Auburn do it with fewer pieces. When you give them the the whole quiver, um, I, I think you know they're going to have errors coming from every direction here. So it's it, it's it's an exciting team to to just see how they want to use all those pieces. There there are other questions on the mound. I, I think you know how much of a jump does Chase Alsip make? You know they, they were kind of looking at him last year, and it just you know he had his moments. And, he would but, tease you, man. I mean, he yeah. looked great for two innings, and then sometimes you know, it, it, it would just kind of deteriorate from there. Right. Yeah. And, it's, it's a great arm. There's no, de- mm-hmm. no de- debating that. Yeah. But, and I mean, and I think, you know, having him, I mean, he's that, that high ceiling guy. Right. And if you get what, you know, if you can elevate him to match up with some of these, I mean, he can match up with anybody with his stuff. Right. And, and that's the part that they don't always have that, you know, a lot of times there's a pitchability guy and, or, or they're, just kind of getting by with multiple people. And, but if you, you have that true ace, which maybe it's Gonzalez, maybe it's also, maybe it's somebody else, right. That, that, that takes that step forward. Then I think that's the piece that, that can take Auburn back to Omaha. Yeah. It, it should be said about also, I mean, did he become the rotation stalwart guy that they, they maybe hoped he would be going into last year? No, but, you know, he, he pitched pretty well down the stretch in SEC play second yeah. highest or second best ERA hmm. on the team in SEC play last year, which the highest ERA or highest ERA best ERA <laughs> on the team in SEC play is Christian Herberholtz, who is probably yeah. going to be a part of this rotation. And that's a guy who I felt like at the end of the year was really throwing the ball well and, and was kind of underrated for how well he was pitching ERA and SEC play 2.30 for Herberholtz. Yeah. And it's a relatively small sample size, but it's 31 and a third innings. So it's not nothing so that's kind of intriguing there did you hear that that's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like how about that that's a premium banging olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a biosonic sound experience and that that's our legacy Ready to be a part of it? Let's go, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric CDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break from our discussion to hear a couple ads from our sponsors. You look at the lineup, and to me, the big question here, I mean, there's some certainty. You know, we know Ike Irish is, you know, going to be great. I think we feel good about Chris Stanfield taking a step forward. I think mm-hmm. Cooper McMurray, you know, the power is going to be there. To me, the big question is they're they're going a little more in on transfers than they have in the past. Transfers have been a thing for them. We remember Sonny D two years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, last year offensively, um, they, you know, Cooper McMurray was, was the guy they brought in. I was, I was blanking on it and it was McMurray, a guy I just mentioned, but, but now they're, they're looking at maybe four transfers in the starting lineup with Derek Fabian from Florida, Javon Hernandez, Jacksonville state, Cooper Weiss from Miami, Ohio, Mason Mainers also from Jacksonville state. How do those guys take to the sec? Now, I think one thing we have learned and you look at Sonny D and I think this is a great example, the guys who can really hit, and I don't mean just put up big numbers, but guys who have hit ability, you know, guys who have quick hands and a good smooth bat path, quick swings can hit a breaking ball, all that kind of stuff that tends to translate. And by all accounts, Javon Hernandez is a guy who can really hit. So, you know, you look at him and think maybe, okay, that's something that maybe translates. Derek Fabian, we know is super talented, right? He would not have started his career at Florida. He wasn't just at Florida because he was Judd Fabian's brother. Like the guy could play. So there's, there's talent there. He hit extremely well in the Cape. We'll see how that translates, but big picture here. It's just how well does that group acclimate to the SEC? Because to my point, this is leaning on transfers more than Auburn has in the past. And so how does it, how does that pan out for them given how much they're going to need those guys? Yeah, those are, those are excellent. Excellent points. One thing I'm really interested in is is with the Irish. One, he's moving the catcher. Okay, so how does that look? Um, also, he's a year older. He was a doubles machine last year. Are a lot of those doubles homers this year? He's just you know you physically mature. He's a freshman last year. Great, great at bats. Take the ball. You know he hits it where it's pitched. Opposite field power. All that kind of stuff. Is he going to? You know, I think he hit what? Uh, he hit six home runs last year. I think he's he's a double-digit guy for sure. It's just, you know, how high does that go? And and, and it'll probably drop your doubles a little bit, but I think he'll take that. Um, I, the other part of this is Bobby Pierce is back. Um, veteran guy, been through the wars. You know what you're getting. Can he take, an, you know, an, another step? And he and... You know, the middle of the lineup with, with he and Irish and McMurray with Stanfield at the top, I mean, that's that's going to stack up with, with most teams in the league. So there's some potential, especially if you get some of these transfers you mentioned, you know, to kind of join that crowd. I think for me, that that's really the key for them is <clears throat> can Irish take the next step or maybe it's Pierce or somebody to be that, you know, that, that scary guy in the middle of the lineup or – can they all elevate enough where you don't need the one guy because they're all kind of, kind of picking up the slack and, and there's, you can't pitch to anybody. 
right? And and that to me is the key because uh, I think their pitching will be better. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't bad last year, but I think with all the pieces that we talked about, they're they're going to be better on the mound, and they have a chance offensively to be as good, if not better, this year. And if that happens, um, you know, they're going to be. I mean, we didn't have them ranked. I think they were what twenty six, twenty seventh. If if you basically want to yeah. yeah. carry it out, uh, they'll be better than that. Um, by the end of the year, if those things happen, if not, well, I mean, SEC's tough, and and you can definitely, definitely take it on the chin a couple times, and 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 not, and not hit your goals. Yeah, the difference, you know, in being seventeen and thirteen in the league and ranked in the top twenty-five, and being thirteen and seventeen and going into Hoover yeah. needing some wins is not that big a difference. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a you know a little bit of a hairpin thing. I, I'm glad you mentioned Bobby Pierce. Um, steady veteran, kind of a weird career. Um, you know, was more of a power guy two years ago. Last year, hit for a really high average, but didn't have as mm-hmm. much power. Um, so, you know, what what do we get out of him? I, I think we know he's going to be a productive guy, but what kind of season is it? And then I mentioned Chris Stanfield briefly, but he's a guy who, when I watched him play, I would have, you know, we got to the end of the season, and I remember going to the. Auburn regional. I was, I bounced in between Tuscaloosa and Auburn. And when I was at the Auburn regional, I remember looking at the stat sheet and kind of being like, huh, I, I would have assumed Chris Stanfield had better numbers than he did. And they're not bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, but just what he brings to the table in terms of athleticism and being a catalyst at the top of the order, he's got some sneaky pop, but mm-hmm. you know, last year he stole home a couple times and like, he just, he brings you know a different he's out there, right? Yeah. At least he, on the basis. hundred percent. He brings a different element for that offense at Auburn, which, you know, it's it's not really a team that that runs a lot. It's, it kind of tends to be a team that's more physical in the lineup that, than anything else. So it, when he's out there, though, it is just a little bit different. So is he a superstar, you know, this year? Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll have to – will his stats look like I thought they looked like <laughs> at the end right. of at the right. end of last season? I'll, I'll kind of be excited to find out because that guy's, that guy's a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah. One note on Stanfield. I reached out to our guy Lindsey Crosby, who's you know big big baseball guy there in Auburn, and he he couldn't say enough good things about Stanfield. So I, I think that's that's one of the guys who's who's kind of taken maybe more of a leadership kind of role. You know, he's he's certainly a magnetic personality kind of kid. So you have that guy at the top of the lineup who's kind of making it go, and then you have Irish and you have Pierce and you have McMurray and and. And who knows who else? Mainers, all those guys hitting in the middle of the middle of the lineup. That's a good run-producing group, and I think because of that, they're able to, you know, project and and hang with some of these these top lineups in the SEC. You know, we've we're, you know, everybody's raving on what A and M's going to have and what Florida's going to have and what Tennessee LSU or Tennessee or you know all these all these great offenses. And Auburn's, I mean, they have potential to to at least be in that discussion if, if things fall the right way. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. Look for, look for the Lindsey Crosby bump for Chris Stanfield. Um, and we, we will hold it against him personally. If Chris Stanfield <laughs> is not, 
no pressure. Make that, make that <laughs> leap. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Highway to Hoover, a production of SEC Extra over at D1Baseball.com. If you are an Auburn fan and, and you're listening to just this episode in our team preview series, uh, thank you, first off. We, we appreciate you listening as always. But uh, please check out and get to know your enemies a little bit. Check out some of our other team preview editions of the podcast. We're doing 14 of these, one for each team. We've already done Alabama and Arkansas. Obviously, we're doing Auburn now, so we'll move forward with uh, you know Florida, Georgia, and on uh, throughout the rest of the SEC in the coming days and weeks. Uh, so check all of those out. Uh, so thank you, uh, Auburn fans and everyone else for listening. Thank you, Pitch Logic, and thank you, Mark, as always for joining me. We'll talk to y'all soon. The Highway to Hoover podcast is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. Ready to be a part of it? Extra, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Give up. Order now at Acura.com.